Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to this special, really 007 episode, where we somehow try to marry the world of James Bond with the world of Christmas, all in hope of creating a winter wonderland that will be as festive as Baron Samdi's live hotel shows and as Bondian as Sean Connery refastening his collar after dispatching of an enemy. But, as you'll have noticed straight away, Tom's not in the driving seat. Tom is not introducing this show. He's got the week off. And instead, it will be me, Harry, who's going to host, or going to try and host this Christmas special. And we must also say apologies for any sound quality dips, because we are trying this out on Zoom. But there'll be no apologies for the bumper guest list that we have tonight. In what can only be described as some kind of Christmas miracle, we have all your favourite voices from the Really 007 team in one place. Here, at the cosiest idyllic and most fantastical Christmas setting, Truman Lodge. We have <laughs> regular contributors, Tom, my older brother, Matt. We have John, Rob and Chris. But wait, there's more. Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps because it's the mention of Christmas or perhaps the mention of spending an extra lockdown nights with their husbands, we have the wives of Chris and Tom. And that's not to suggest that they have multiple wives. <laughs> <laughs> one each. <laughs> They've got one wife each. <laughs> First of all, we welcome Jennifer back on. after her successful debut on our tribute to Sean Connery. And even though Jennifer appeared for only 15 or so minutes on that episode, she somehow managed to steal the show, having fans appealing for more Jennifer on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it's your understanding of Bond that people loved. Or more impressively, yeah. your understanding of Tom that they, they <laughs> did. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> what a pleasure it is to welcome you to Truman Lodge 
for this really 007 Christmas special, Jennifer. Good to have you. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. You're always welcome at Truman Lodge. The other wife <laughs> belongs to Chris. <laughs> Tonight, we welcome Jess to Really 007 for her first appearance. Now, listeners have not had the pleasure of meeting Jess yet. We have, however, all heard about the Bond brainwashing that's going on with your son in that house. But we do hope that you, <laughs> we hope that you also like to dress up in a tuxedo and point a fictional gun in the mirror, Jess. But I'm not hopeful. <laughs> Uh, can you confirm, is that the case, Jess? Do you also like to join in with the oh, Bond yeah, Mayhem? We, absolutely, we routinely dress up in tuxedos, yeah. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay on the episode. <laughs> it does beg the question, though, where's my wife? Where? Where's mine? You know, and where's John's wife? I'm trying to work out. Now, and I'll be honest with you, I asked my wife, and... Um, she said, uh, no thanks, she's gonna watch I'm a Celebrity and leave us to play our voice uh, <laughs> <boys> games. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fairly damning rejection. Um, but John, how, did you think it might have been suitable for Mrs. Kell? Uh, it kind of like tickled the waters, see what she'd say. She just laughed. Oh. <laughs> she laughed and said, not a chance. <laughs> really don't Fair enough. Now, speaking of who is here and who isn't here, all the guests tonight were given the opportunity to tell me out of the Bond universe, which characters they would love to be here celebrating Great. Christmas with us, and which characters they certainly would not like to come through the doors of Truman Lodge. And I think we're going to start by talking about which characters are not welcome at Truman Lodge this Christmas. And um, uh, I think, I, I suppose I'll go first just by explaining that... Um, Rosie Carver is not welcome. Uh, <laughs> Goodness me! Um, after a rewatch of Live and Let Die recently, she she just seemed to slow things down. Any progress that gets made, she slows it down and <laughs> misunderstands. So for me, Rosie's not invited. Um, but John, very harsh. Very harsh. <laughs> yeah, as if the as if she is the worst of the worst. And there is <laughs> Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, Rosie Carver's not allowed. Um, John, who have you said that you wouldn't like to uh, join us tonight? Uh, there is no way on earth that Irma Bunt is coming to Truman Lodge. <laughs> no, why, 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 why no Irma? Uh, that, that woman gives me nightmares, to be quite frank. Yeah. It's like, you know, you see that she gives horrendous Christmas darts, gives you presents that are disguised as makeup boxes, but are actually for world domination. But she's also like, anytime you try and have a conversation with a lady like George Lazenby was, she's interrupting at any point. And um, I have been permanently scarred by the where George Lazenby pulls over the bed sheet and uh, Irma Bunt sits up. <laughs> and um, 
that would spoil Christmas permanently for me. If I yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to picture Whoa. any surprises in the bed sheets around Christmas, John. But yeah, yeah, that's that's good enough reason for me. Um, um, going to you, Rob. Who's not who? Who is not allowed in Truman Lodge this Christmas? Uh, permanently on the uh, banned blacklist is. No. He is not permitted. Well, mainly, he'd be, a, well, you know, he, he. I mean, every family has that belligerent, awful uncle character at Christmas that just makes an absolute scene. Uh, said that. <laughs> um, Complain about absolutely everything, wouldn't he? Um, and and be all up in everyone's faces about how awful it is. Like, you call this food? And, you know, it'd be absolutely ridiculous. I think so, that's... Yeah, he can, he can go. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I wouldn't want him here for this very special episode. Um, Tom, I'm going to come to you next. Um, who have you barred, so to speak? Just wanted to do a JW Pepper quote then, but can't think of what really matches. <laughs> You know, <laughs> your am, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't really work. Um, yeah, mine's a bit more. You know, is a serious answer though to mine. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I don't. Not sure. Eternity gonna like it, but I've, I, I <laughs> the Skyfall review hasn't come out yet, so this won't be a surprise to some. But uh, the Ben Wishaw incarnation of Q. <laughs> <laughs> will not be coming to any party of mine, I'm afraid. You have to explain. Ben Wishaw can come. Yeah. Um, well, he's one of those annoying of hipster guys. He's, he's not very sociable. He's a bit smug. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't like James Bond's old gadgets. And yeah, I, I'm not a fan. But I am a fan of Ben Wishaw. He can come. Yeah. Okay. That cute is a bit. It's like a sort of like a like a vermin. Isn't it? It's grown <laughs> sort of, you know, six feet tall. Like, like, no, no, but you know, like like a rodent that's like, mm, no. Mm. Are you John's about, gonna have to come in and defend again. Like, oh. Something about it. it's quite, it's quite. Take you all on. Palatable. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with this list so far. Some real cruel people in the Bond series being mentioned. Um, I might just go next to you, Tom, where, Jennifer, you, you've chosen someone that wouldn't be welcome. Who, who have you gone for? Yeah, I've gone for Jaws. Um, I just think he's <laughs> quite unsociable, really. <laughs> very good manners or very good intent. I mean, I know baddies never do, but he's just, um, yeah, he's just there and he's got those awful teeth and, yeah, I'm not a fan. I suppose he's saying. Yeah, he's, he, he doesn't say much. You, you never quite know what he's thinking, which is, you know, in itself quite it, it depends. intimidating. <laughs> if it's the new loved up Jaws, though, where he's really happy and, yeah. you know, yeah. the last we know of him is a loved up guy and he's probably bringing his wife along really chatty. He can, but... open, he can open champagne corks with his teeth as well. Supremely <laughs> 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 Yeah, I know. But, 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 as well, like, you know, like, he would probably do the most heartfelt speech of all. Like, um, anyone want to say a few words? No. Here's <laughs> 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 two words. Here's two words. Yeah. Yeah. No. 
<laughs> I, I worry more about, you know, like getting him, like one of the biggest problems at Christmas. I don't know about the dimensions of Truman Lodge. It might be an expanse where there's no limit. But a lot of, usually, how many can we get around the dining table? Yeah, and yeah it's a similar table and... to the uh, table inspector. Um, well, I've only seen it once, Harry. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then never say never again. Yeah, there are people the, up on the balconies watching this uh, this Christmas dinner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than the table in uh, in License to Kill, where Truman Lodge does his speech from, with all oh, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Math, who who who's not coming? Um, I've gone for Vargas from uh, Thunderball because it doesn't really sound like a lot of fun. Um, Largo says that uh, Vargas does not drink, Vargas does not make love. What do you do, Vargas? <laughs> so I don't, I don't think he'd be a great thing, I guess. I mean, you know, obviously I, I assume alcohol will be served, so that's what you're referring to. I'm, I'm not really suggesting that anyone, anyone would be making love. Uh, <laughs> but still, he doesn't really sound like a barrel of laughs. So, uh, so no Vargas. <laughs> yeah, that's a really sensible choice. Actually, you know, I think I can I can see why Vargas wouldn't be the most ideal guest. <laughs> um, but you, the thing is, once he does have that first drink, my word, you don't you don't know what what Vargas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might be one of those people that just completely changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> He's like the maniac at the Christmas party who brings out indoor fireworks. <laughs> 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 um, so, um, Chris, who's not coming and why? Uh, Elliot Carver. Um, oh. it, it would be the bore that you get sat next to at the corporate Christmas dinner. <laughs> Walks about himself, full of terrible puns. He <laughs> would just be like, no, no, thank you. He'd be the first person I'd be kind of... Um, be running away from him at uh, cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> just, just for the sake of my sanity, uh, when we do the Tomorrow Never Dies episode, can we make sure Chris isn't on it? Is that disgrace. That confirms that the Carver family are not welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jess, what about you? Chris has said no Elliot Carver is. Is yours linked to Tomorrow Never Dies, or have you gone for someone? No, not at all. Mine is um, James Bond, as <gasps> depicted in uh, the Spy Who Loved Me. The James oh. Bond from Spy Who Loved Me? Yeah, so Roger. Um, yeah. I just think he'd be insufferable. You'd be in the ki- you'd be in the kitchen going like comments, you know, you're cooking, and he'd be like, oh, that's an impressive breast. When you got to say <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> And he'd be patronising as well, like he'd be telling you that you've gone bayin' things wrong. And, oh, he's just insufferable in that film. He's so unlikable. And I, I, no, he's not welcome. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is incredible. <laughs> you know, like, the Twitter legions, like, yeah, more Jess. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love you. Yeah. The listeners are going to be so pleased to hear. Yeah. Um, on a more positive note, you were all allowed to bring one guest that might be popular around the table, someone who might cheer us up, who might make it a really jovial and a joyful time of year. Um, um, John, so you didn't want Irma Bunt here, but who did you want coming to uh, Christmas this year? Desmond Llewellyn's queue. 
every day of the week. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you are yeah. guaranteed a great Christmas present. Yes. So if, you know, if you're not... I'm not going to say what my worst gadget is yet, but that's the absolute bottom of the barrel. But, you know, a middle present from QE is a ghetto blaster. I mean, or... <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and best case scenario, you've got an invisible car, so you, you mm -hmm. it's in, aren't you, really? So Exploding teddy bear. Q, <laughs> <laughs> you know, every day of the week. What about his company, though, John? Is it just for his presence? Is that, is that the only reason you invite him? Yeah, wow. pretty much. <laughs> Decent gifts. <laughs> I mean, I do. It's nice to have someone old around the table, though, isn't it? Some like a wise head around there to sort of tell you about Christmas's past. That's why I've gone for um, Sir Godfrey Tibbet from a, a View to a Kill. <laughs> yeah, I think he might be a really oh, yeah. calming presence. Who, you know, after drinking some whiskey or something, you could sit by the fire and hear some really good stories. So I, uh, I think yeah. being sat by the fire with Desmond Llewellyn and so Godfrey Tibbet, that might be, that might be quite something. Um, <laughs> who have you gone for? Who's really going to light up this Christmas for you? I, I missed the names. I think it's me. Because oh, there was a it's Tom. And I actually. Tom, I'm so Tom. sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Would you want me to answer? Um, yeah. I, originally, I, <laughs> this is ridiculous. The, the most obscure person ever who I wanted to come to a party was. Can we remember the Golden Gun when he's been chased? Um, no, in fact, Bond and J.D. Pepper are going through the streets of Bangkok. And there's that weird guy who sort of <laughs> shouts outside of his windscreen and he sort of passes his car. He goes, That's so niche. Anyway, um, I, I, then, I then thought, there's no point in him coming because he doesn't speak a word of English. So we'll have, we'll have somebody else. But Tom, why, why did you want him to come in the first place? <laughs> well, I like weird people, basically. That's, I thought I could come up How does that make you feel, Jennifer? Wow. <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know, really, doesn't it? <laughs> um, no, no thank you, my uh, real answer yeah. is um, uh, Fiona Volpe. Oh, how's um, that? Well, she, <laughs> she looks very nice, but that isn't the main reason. Um, no, she's a uh, <laughs> so tense. She's a uh, so tense. You probably the most wife, man. She's probably <laughs> the most interesting Bond girl in terms of her, her personality, maybe apart from Mayday. Hey, really, what, what are her attributes? Tom? She's well. What has she got that I have? <laughs> <laughs> that I ain't hey. got a lot of. Yeah, she's a. <laughs> a lot of vagina. Right, right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's Austin Powers. No, I know. Yeah. No, she's very interesting, very, very alluring, and she'd be very good company at the dinner table. She's also one of the only Bond girls in the early films who isn't dubbed, so I think she wow. should get some credit for that. And yeah, I would have said Mayday, but I'm a bit too scared of Mayday, even though she's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So you've gone down the route of sort of interest, who will make interesting conversation. What, right. what would you ask, Fiona? What would be your number one question? Um, <laughs> will you go out with <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit you at the other end of the table then, Tom, I think. Yes. It's, it's just going to be chatting you up then. I'll split you up. <laughs> I can't see you. You don't. <laughs> Um, 
Rob, you were quite keen to tell us your answer, weren't you, about who, who's, who you've invited along to the party? My answer is David Hedison's Felix Leiter. Oh, yes. On one part, he's such a lovely man, such a nice bloke, really nice guy. And he's very accommodating and very giving. Um, and I think he'd just be a very nice man to have around. You know, like um, that scenario we're talking about, like maybe drinks around the fire afterwards with Q. Mm. Desmond Llewellyn's Q, not, not Ben Wishaw, who did that. <laughs> but um, like, I think David Hedison would be involved in this conversation, I think. This is where you'd bring out the single malt, perhaps. Mm. You know, David Hedison would be enjoying this moment. Um, but I, I'm a little concerned about, you know, he's, he's that accommodating. He will let you snog his wife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, um, he's a little, you know, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's just that lovely. So for, for that reason, he gets my vote. Not because I want to. Yeah, because I didn't argument, argument, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are good reasons and he'd, he'd be a cracking guest. I'd just worry that after a few beers by the fire, he might get quite sad thinking about Della maybe and you'd have to start oh. going uh, Well, no, Blue give house. him two weeks and all he can think about is fishing. So. Yeah, I was just going to say. Yeah, it's true. Moved on <laughs> by the end of the film. Absolutely fine. It's true. James, James, let's go fishing. <laughs> um, yes. His wife was murdered. <laughs> He's high on morphine, mate. That's the yeah, only answer. Yeah, yeah, it's the only it. answer. We'll let him have it. Um, Jess, who, who are you allowing to uh, accompany you to this party? I, I would be delighted to invite Pussy Galore. Oh, Whoa. oh. delighted with that. You well. kiss your mother with that mouth. She'd live the life. I think she'd be a brilliant raconteur. I think she'd have loads of exciting stories to tell. And, because, and ultimately, she saved the day, doesn't she? Really, yeah. she's the one who yeah. saved the day, and, you know, um, by switching out the canisters in the, in the plane. So, yeah, I just think that she's a... And she doesn't really succumb to Bond either. She's kind of... She's quite, mm. She can resist his charms, can't she? His questionable charms. Yeah. So I love her. I think she's a... She'd be, uh, yeah, she'd be a cracking addition, actually, to the party. Mm. Um, and, um, Math, I don't know, have you gone for someone, a, a strong woman like that? Uh, uh, well, yeah, uh, I've, uh, I've gone for someone who I think would mix it up at the uh, at the Christmas table, and uh, you know, no matter who she'd be speaking to, I'm sure she'd speak her mind and call people out on their uh, their BS. Not that I'm suggesting anyone here would you know, be chatting uh, anything other than lovely conversations. Um, it's uh, Pam Bouvier. Uh, oh yes. Uh, yes! I'm <laughs> a bit too enthusiastic, I apologize. As a single gentleman, you, you know, I, I might even. No, no, maybe. I wouldn't be good enough for Pam, I don't think so. Uh, but anyway, oh, she'll be, she'll be great. Man doth sell himself short. Yeah. <laughs> um, which Pam, though, I suppose, is the question. Oh, uh, with the short hair. Short hair. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, the bo the boovie, yay! No, don't worry. I'm just getting excited by the fact that we got Fiona, Pam, and Pussy Galore at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite, it's quite good. That um, for personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris, who 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 you bring in? Uh, well, again, it's, it's, it, he's the antithesis of, of Elliot Carver. It's Ali Karimbe. Oh, so yeah. Very good. He's lived, 
you have a very full and interesting life. I want to hear about that. <laughs> you know, I want to, he, he seems like such a fascinating character. And I think he would have plenty of stories to share during the, at the Christmas party. I think, yeah. And would it just be him or would be any, there be any sons coming or dropping? Oh, they'd <laughs> well, be on the door, won't they? You yeah. yeah. They'd drive you home as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, judging by the way that he's going, um, Q and Godfrey Tibbet are probably his sons anyway, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a family reunion. <laughs> and uh, finally, Jennifer, um, who, who are you bringing? I would absolutely bring Judy Dench. Mm. because she is, you know, she's an older lady, she's lived, she's wise, she's very cutting and scathing, quite like me. Yeah. We have a good bitch about so many people, <laughs> to their faces, behind their backs, whatever. And I just think she'd have so many interesting stories to tell. And I like the way that she's just very uh, brusque with Bond as well. And just, I, I think their relationship is, is, um, just really unique and you know he'll take from her what he won't take from a lot of other people and I really admire that. So, right. At the table she's the one who'd be most able to put people in the place and... Absolutely yeah. cutting! It's yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> it depends though, it, it might, she might be the most potty mouth guest we have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, have you met me? Is the remit of this... Sorry oh. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, is the remit of this dinner party that we're there with them? Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's like there are plus ones, but you know, oh, it could be a friend. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. <laughs> but well, that's that's, uh, it's even better. Would you want them to sit next to you, or do yes. you want to sort of do you want them to yes. be on the other side of the table so you can look yeah. at them? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, definitely. Into their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can exchange looks, you know, like a code. Yeah. So if I had Judy next to me, I might say, well. You know, I don't really like John at the end of the table. Can you go to him? <laughs> John? Just John! <laughs> Ironically, I was thinking all the way through this, I was just thinking, like, I really wouldn't want to go to Jessica, uh, Jennifer, because she'd just be slagging me off, and then you've just gone and... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, too obvious. I was just purely plucking a name out of the hat. Oh, yeah. No, it's all right. But I would say to Judy, go and go, and, you know, I don't like John, go and, you know, <laughs> say something to him. It's going to be hilarious and offensive. And she'd toddle off and do it. So that's that's the way I would work. I, I'd, ask, I'd ask you to uh, put an exploding teddy bear next to your chair. That's your shoulder, John. Honestly, <laughs> sleep with one eye open. Let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> this was designed right. to be a really joyous event, a Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, <laughs> John. Um, cool. Just to keep you up to date where we are with the party, I appreciate you coming and we've got a great list of guests here who've come through the doors. Um, we've shut the doors now, it is just us and uh, all the guests. <laughs> and um, just to let you know, um, dinner isn't quite ready yet, it's, it'll, it'll be ready, but at the moment we've just got canapes. Uh, you'll see them there, They're being served by Nicknack, he's just coming round with, uh, with his shorts. <laughs> Um, and he, he'll be put back in his rope basket when uh, he's when he's finished for the night. Um, and in the kitchen cooking the dinner. Um, well, who do, who do you think might be cooking? Well, Have you got any ideas? Who's in the quiche? I'm not bothered. 
It is Roger. Roger's preparing the quiche for dinner. It's a sweet <laughs> We've got all the trimmings. Um, yeah, or omelettes, as, as, as they call it, stateside. Yeah, um, yeah fantastic. And um, to go with the canapes, we do have a few drinks that we're enjoying. Um, we've got absolutely loads of Heineken here to, uh, to enjoy. Uh, if you want to just hold that up. Yeah, we've all got Heinekens, great. And um, for any wine drinkers, we've got uh, a nice matured bottle of uh, Foo Yuck. Um, <laughs> so it really is starting to get going, this party. I'm so up for it now, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's strange, though, that we're, we're gathered here, you know, for this Christmas episode, when the, the relationship between James Bond and Christmas is extremely limited. Um, I mean, no, Christmas barely, if at all, features any of the films. The main link really you can make is that they were shown around Christmas time, and uh, having read up about it, it all—I'll—I'll I'll share with you. It all started in um, in the nineteen eighties, really. Uh, to be specific, in nineteen seventy-eight, when I, it was ITV in England uh, premiered *Diamonds Are Forever* um, uh, at Christmas on Christmas Day. Um, which then started a bit of a tradition where the Bond films would be shown at Christmas. So it did become a bit of a family event to watch um, a James Bond adventure at Christmas time. Um, because after they first showed Diamonds Are Forever the following year, um, there was an afternoon broadcast on Christmas Day um, of Goldfinger uh, at 3.15, so straight after the Queen's message. <laughs> you, you've watched the Queen's speech and then you're straight into to Goldfinger, yeah. which... Yeah, I don't know if we do that now uh, on Christmas Day, um, but it, it, there is a little bit of heritage. There's a little bit of a Christmas backstory to, to James Bond. I don't know what you guys think. Do you, do you see James Bond in any kind of Christmassy light? What, what, do, what do you think, John? Is it a, a Christmas feature for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I always watch it on a Majesty's around Christmas time <laughs> because I like to put that as the Christmas film. Um, Obviously, we have Blofeld saying Merry Christmas 007 when he puts the Christmas tree up. And um, obviously, we've got the, the classic song by Nina about Christmas mm. trees and all the rest of it. Um, so I always put that on around Christmas. Um, but that's about it, really. That's the only reference I can think of towards Christmas. Oh, and obviously, Dr. Christmas Jones. But we'll leave that one. Later. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about you, Tom? Do you see any link? Does anything ring any bells with you when it's, when it's Christmas time and James Bond's... Uh, on the uh, on the mission, didn't um, the viewing figures for those first premieres weren't they like you know like thirty million people watched Diamonds Are Forever and they're like the most popular you know broadcast yeah. ever or something they were like huge. That. yeah absolutely yeah. Um, yeah I think for us it was Bond and Indiana Jones probably and a bit of Star Wars the three but it's pretty babyish I'm sure everyone was like that the Trinity they? yeah I thought Christmas Eve was Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> That's to listen to. Oh, right, okay. yeah. It's all happening. It's yeah. all yeah. happening. <laughs> They're going to be tweeting about this. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is interesting, like you say, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, James Bond. Usually, you think of you know watching a Christmas film by the tree, but occasionally there's there's that level of blockbuster that somehow becomes Christmassy like a, a, an event film that you watch by the tree. I, what about in the Goldie household, Jess, Chris? Would would Bond feature in your childhoods or currently at Christmas? Yeah, I think 
so I think we at Christmas time we have um, the soundtrack to Animal's Secret Service on LP and we play that throughout the festive season. So beginning right. of December onwards, kind of loop of about five albums, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think I think we probably watch Bond more at this time of year. We start to watch Bonds more, don't we, at this time of year? I would say generally, more you wouldn't necessarily stick a Bond on in the summertime. I think it's one of those. Like you That's start watching really interesting. ghost stories and you start, you know, there are certain things that are just kind of evocative this time of year. Yeah. So would you try and squeeze all 24 into what one a day in December? Or... <laughs> Calendar, yeah. All, all 20, Harry, all 20, Harry. We're <laughs> <laughs> no, quite selective, aren't we? Yeah. Obviously, we have to be now as well, because Ernie joins in. And, and you have to be selective when you've got a five-year-old watching as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, re I remember watching, I, I think I, it, it, it uh, mustn't have been a premiere because it's, too, it's it, I mean, too many years. But I remember watching the family watching Octopus on Christmas Day. Oh, and, it's cool. on, and, and it was just, yeah. you know, it, it was, it was like, it was uh, that was the big film that was, it wasn't necessarily the premiere, but that was the big film that was on that yeah. channel that day. It was before like Sky and, and things like that. So... Yeah, like I say, it's always the, you know, the, that Star Wars, Indiana Jones. If it's not, if it's not Christmas, it's a bank holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. The go to yeah. those, isn't it? Yeah. That's what's usually. Yeah, my granddad's a big fan. Was that was it your granddad, Jeff? My granddad, yeah, my granddad, my yeah. granddad Granville. <laughs> He was a big Bond fan. He was a massive Bond fan, yeah. He used to fancy himself as a bit of a James Bond. He used to come watch <laughs> and then come out like walking with a bit of a swagger. Oh, like... what a man. What a man. <laughs> Is this the one who modified his car following golfing? Yeah, well, no, well, I mean, very, very, very um, modestly modified. <laughs> <laughs> it stuck on the dashboard and one said eject a seat. Um, oh, smoke the, screen. One something. said something like, oh, I don't know, rear jet engine or something like that. And yeah, it was quite, quite funny. In his Ford Escort. <laughs> oh, that's, amazing. that's amazing. We talked about this, didn't we, in the Connery episode about how did, um, yeah. empowering that must have been. You know, oh. to, to men at the time, to see Connery doing that. And like, hearing a story like that is just like, it puts it into reality for me. It's amazing. I love it. Whilst you're here, Rob, I'm just wondering, Chris said that he remembers watching Octopussy on Christmas Day. If, if if it were up to you, Rob, and you've you've all the family have somehow agreed that it's Christmas Day and they'll watch a James Bond, you know they've opened the presents. Yeah, just imagine that, Rob. I'm trying. You know, I, there'd have to be a spreadsheet since <laughs> April for me to work out which one would be right. You know, well, which exactly, one had me. But... Exactly, Rob. So give me your instinctive answer. Which Bond strikes you as one that you can put on on Christmas Day and, yeah. and give us give us your reasons. The kids uh, are all my kids the age they are now. Like, yeah, uh, like yeah. they have to be kid friendly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this Christmas, oh, 2020. This Christmas. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to make my kids. I'm going to hold my kids to this. You know, they don't know. Um, <laughs> oh yes. I, honestly, I, it could be octopusy. Yeah. Could be octopusy, because quite a bit of talking though, isn't there? There is quite a bit, and it's quite long, but. We breaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, I, I, it's so hard now, this. I don't think it'll be a Connery because I think um, 
it, it's very strange actually because um as i know that chatting with you you guys uh regularly that you know that i'm showing my kids the indie movies at the moment and my eldest is like man this feels quite old <clears throat> you know like to us obviously i mean it's like it's the 80s and it's like well cool you know that's just bread and butter for us but to kids now that's it looks old it feels a little older and that and that's kind of mad um and i think like uh one of the kids saw me i was watching the big sleep in here uh, in here <laughs> i realized when i said in here in first that i'm watching it in the kgb war room, war room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, i was watching it on that screen that I'm here. jennifer uh, thought that was real by the way oh really <laughs> I did. When I, when I said how cool that little man in the back was, I was like, oh, wow, he's amazing. <laughs> Just to clarify for listeners, Rob, can you describe your Zoom background for us, Rob? Yeah, it's where, um, it's in Octopus <laughs> where, uh, <laughs> when Olaf explains to the rest of the KGB that he thinks it's time to bring in the tank divisions. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah, uh, all the maps are up behind me and there's a guy who's been there for That's hours. That's we now. Yeah, bursting, <laughs> yeah. pointing at the, the map. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, it's tough. I think they bulk at uh, Because when they saw Big Sleep, they were like, this looks like it was made on paper. You know, like it looks so prehistoric, it's absurd. Um, and they thought this about some of the elements of Indiana Jones. Um, so, yeah, I think I'd have to stick to something... Roger, I think, because that's very close to my heart. So yeah, Octopus. Yeah. Has anyone else got an answer? Tom, what what are you thinking? Um, we were at we when we were at your mum's recently. Octopus was on in the background. <laughs> and your mum was absolutely loving it. So yeah, she's, she's seen them all. Yeah, yeah. Like... I think yeah, probably I'm a bit light. You don't want something too deep. So. What is in the build-up when you can concentrate um, mm. because it is Christmassy and it's lovely and it's brilliant. But on Christmas Day, it's been a bit more light-hearted. So, yeah. The, uh, I think because you're in straight at the beginning. Yeah. And it's got all those qualities that, um, that Bond has for everybody. You know, like... Um, it's got the the stuff for the dads. It's yeah. got the stuff for the, uh, the mums. It's got the stuff for the the kids who want to see the you know the. the... Jess is going to. Jess, are you shaking <laughs> your head, Jess? Please. I... But I'm just not no i agree that's why that's why i picked octopussy but i i do know just what you mean I do know just what you mean we could do with um because for a while it was yeah the bank holiday staple to to go back to the question you know harry you were saying about um is what bond and christmas uh, bond and christmas don't really go together for me too much apart from the fact that they're massive blockbusters and blockbusters at Christmas is great. But it's really bank holidays. And when you've just got like that Monday afternoon, possibly, or that Sunday afternoon, where you know you've not got work today. Mm. And yeah, family crowds around to watch a movie. And yeah, yeah, I know there's, that sometimes there isn't some, despite the violent head trauma of the guy getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
which is not acceptable at any point. The, the dropping saw. Yeah, 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 yeah. VJ getting, yeah, you know, amitraged everywhere. <laughs> Quite some time with those injuries. It's horrible. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. VJ, VJ. Uh -huh. Poor VJ. Poor VJ. Poor VJ. I know, I know. Short, it was short-changed. VJ was short-changed. Yeah. We're going back to kind of Christmas. My association with Christmas is that um, used it often in November. Because it's like 25 years since Goldeneye was released. This yeah. is the build-up of... Because I think it's Thanksgiving weekend in the States is obviously a big oh. thing. So the, the Bond films, modern Bond films, were always released around this sort of time of year. But there's one Christmas, and uh, it was... I got... Me and my brother got uh, Goldeneye on N64. I also got uh, a tape, like a personal... You know, like a Walkman with a ra built-in radio. Built-in radio, I was really, I was really uh, pleased with that. <laughs> and I got the David Arnold... Shaken and stirred, shaken and stirred um, album on tape, along with the soundtrack to Tomorrow Never Dies. So oh, for right. that, that Christmas was that was peak Bond for me. That Christmas, <laughs> that is like Bondian you know, Christmas. Just you know, pump it into my veins. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, I remember playing N64, listening to the soundtrack. Oh, it was, it was, wow. Oh, yeah. heaven. Glory days. Box set you, that we had wasn't there where the video was in the center and there was this key ring um, sized camera that came with it. And I'm not, I, was that like extremely rare or was that something that everyone picked up in Woolworths? It was better than any of the gadgets in Spectre though. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. And it was a key ring. But this, just a very serious point. Well, moderately so. <laughs> like, surely this is, I mean, those moments and our attachment to Bond was when Bond was coming out every two years, every three years tops, you know, and when Bond was an aspirational character, those kind of things, you can't, you can't do that anymore. You know, like at, at Christmas, a Bond gift was always part of my Christmas yeah. Like the the sack under the tree or whatever you call it. Yeah, what would? Uh, <laughs> you're shocking, you're stocking. Traditional Christmas sack. There was always some Bond element to it. You know, even if it was like stickers or something. Mm, yeah. I was always like, flipping neck is Bond, yes! You know, yeah. and like now... There is no, I mean, I'm 37 now. So <laughs> quite rightly, I wouldn't be as excited. But like, but now that like the current last 20 years of Bond, there's no way you could have this kind of um, festive gift appeal to the current output of things. Uh, moving on, because I know we're going back down that. Yeah. John, yeah, John. John what, what, I'm just going to chip in what you said, Rob, because I think I actually 100% agree with that. Um, I, I was mentioning the other day in the group that, I saw that book that's been released. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm 100% going to ask for Christmas. That's like the only thing I want for Christmas. But it's a book about Timothy Dalton's missing two films. That <laughs> never released. Yeah. And that's the point. I don't want to hear anything about No Time to Die. I don't want to hear anything about, you know, mm. Daniel Craig's thoughts on being Bond in the last 15 years. I want to hear about what could have been with Timothy Dalton. And I mm. think that, that proves the point in, in what you're saying, really. 
I Merry Christmas, Jennifer. You're just being annoying. Now, I was just thinking, it, this again depends on your, you know, who you're viewing as Bond, but. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to use you, get you to really use and stretch your imagination here. But what do you picture Christmas Day looks like for James Bond himself? <laughs> Wait, well, depends which Bond. Exactly. Like. Yeah. So I'm gonna. And maybe um, you know, if if you pick a Bond in your head, I don't know if you. If you know, let's start with Roger. What would Christmas Day with Roger Moore be like? Eh? Honestly, the jokes be... about his sack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I know Jess has banned him, um, so I, I, I won't come to you, Jess. But... I'm not looking at all Roger Moore's Oh, yes, Spy Love Me, you're right, you're right. That's oh, when just the Spy Love Me one, yeah. Third him in Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. Having Miss Anders in the, 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 the cupboard. Yeah. Much nicer in that film. But what about... Pierce Brosnan, say, what? What? A, let's go to Pierce. What? What would a, Matthew? What do you think Pierce Brosnan would be like on Christmas Day? Um, Pierce Brosnan's Bond. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a very good question. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't given this an awful lot. Yeah, that is my, my favourite thing. James Bond at Christmas. So we're just going to have to keep going with these kind of questions. I'm sorry. I, I think you'd be one. Of, I mean, this might be a, uh, an answer for all of them, but he'd kind of he'd breeze in, probably not on time. But, so it's not at his. No, oh, no, no, no. Um, he breathes in. He'd have he'd have some really good, expensive gifts that, you know, that the kids were more excited about than the really heartfelt ones that their family members had, mm. uh, had actually got for them. And he'd he'd sweet. He'd, you know, all all the relatives would absolutely adore him. And then he'd mysteriously say, you know, I gotta go. And then got a pizza pizza in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> It would be a bit of cameo, I think, but it would be one worth remembering. And I suppose the thing to mention about Pierce Brosnan's Bond is that I was going through all the films and thinking, you know, how can we link, how can we possibly link James Bond to Christmas? And all I could come up with is snow um, and skiing scenes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, first of all, you realise that Sean Connery did nothing in the snow. No, no Sean Connery Bond appeared in the snow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is quite interesting. But then it's cold that, up in England, isn't it? That was the thing. Yeah, but then it made me realise that oh, Pierce Brosnan in every in each of Pierce Brosnan's films, he appears in the snow, which is quite quite something. So Goldeneye, obviously the opening scene. Tomorrow Never Dies is the snow in the opening scene there. And then you've got World Is Not Enough, where he's skiing with uh, Sophie Marceau. Die Another Day, where he's well, all sorts happens in the snow and ice there. <laughs> So, he's no, left on set. A real yeah. snow fiend. So, I, I, <laughs> he's someone to uh, perhaps, yeah, of yeah. all the bonds, well, you can picture it most. Actually, he also says, and so this, you know, links into our Christmas special here. See you back at the lodge. Oh, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Lodge, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's quite widely known amongst Bond fans. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, are you slightly getting him confused with his character Stu in... Uh, in Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, not really in it for the kids, but says, <laughs> yeah, 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 that Natalie, she's gorgeous, isn't she, or something? <laughs> uh, Jennifer, 
Can you can you picture Christmas Day with Timothy Dalton? What, 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 what do you think? Can you imagine that? Heavens above. Yeah, if he was um, as he was when he was in Hot Fuzz, then maybe. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. More mature and older. And, because, you know, I, you've established that I, I've yeah. got a thing for older men. So. Yeah, yeah. It's quite Christmassy. Yeah, he's no, he's, he's nice. I think he's what, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> no, is he off limits or? I think he'd, he'd um he'd play the roles well. I think he might help out with the turkey and things. So I'll carve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Chris around the kitchen, I think. Yeah. What about what about Connery at Christmas? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't know. I think he's uh. Fit. Is he interested? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, like I say, Connery right. showed no interest in snow at all in his films. Would he be interested in presents, festivities? No, I don't think so. I think he'd think it was sentimental, and he certainly wouldn't help out in the kitchen. No. Yeah, I think that's quite accurate. In 2006, he would, officially. Yeah. John, coming to you. Oh, sorry, Chris. Chris, go on. No, he would spend Christmas somewhere warm. He wouldn't be, like you say, I don't think he'd be interested in that. I think he'd just be in... He'd post you a gift bag. That's what. Yeah. It would be a gift bag. A gift bag. Jay. Jay. Don't even bother him writing his full name. Merry Christmas. He doesn't even write Merry Christmas. He's just already started. Jay. Not even 007. It feels like this is the litmus test. The Grinch, the James Bonds, isn't it? You know, which ones are the warm and friendly ones? Which ones are all about the job? Which ones can glide through a room? Um, John, George Lazenby. Oh dear. <laughs> On Christmas Day. <laughs> Dan and the mate. Um, I haven't got a clue. Um, yeah, so you've not thought about this, John? <laughs> one Christmas day and never be seen again, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very good. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. He would all... yeah. uh, be in a, a festive Christmas jumper. I reckon yeah. he'd be gay. Lays and bit. But also, if it was Christmas after his wife had been well, killed at Christmas, I think he'd be pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. it's one of those where you flick through the photo albums of all the Christmases gone by. It's like, oh, remember Christmas... You know, 19, whatever. Like, that, what was his name? Like, George. George. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he? yeah, why didn't he stick around? Um, yeah. And finally, we'd, all, we'd all be saying, though, he's a cool guy, though, wouldn't we? Why didn't he stick around? We wanted yeah. him to stick around. It's not like he was that thing, oh, he was an uninvited guest. We, yeah. We're all George fans here, aren't we? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't he just want more money? <laughs> not happy with any of the gifts he's been given like where's yeah. the rest where is the rest yeah <laughs> going bigger Rob my George there's um, we've, we've covered all bonds apart from one we've not uh, talked about <laughs> Daniel Craig so I'm, I'm now with Christmas spirit in your heart and with you know the forgiveness of Scrooge and all that can you tell us uh, what Christmas day would be like with Daniel Craig well, I mean, it would be an unromantic affair. Um, I love that that expression. How he like it was like rolling a grenade in and walking away. Absolutely. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we'll just uh, listen it, there, Rob. 
it wouldn't be an exceptionally romantic affair. Uh, not much care involved. Madeline Swan would get up in the morning and give him a gift, and he'd say, "Do I look like I give a damn?" Um, <laughs> and he'd be um, he'd be out the door. He would have got one of his mates murdered by opening doors at the local pub. You know, when you like your local pub opens up the doors for a little bit of tipple between twelve and two on yeah. a, you know, on a, on Christmas Day. Uh, and he'd have chinned him in the wheelie bin behind the back of the <laughs> <laughs> behind the back of the pub. You really do like Daniel Craig, do you? No, no, no. I think I think he's. Um... That's what his mom did. So. Yeah, it's it's go. It's more off because um, we're talking about a man in a festive situation, and um, I don't think this man is happy in a normal situation. <laughs> Why would he be happy in a festive situation? Uh, no, I think if you want a gift, you. you won't get anything. I think it'd be more like. Two weeks off of a job I hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dear me, I can't believe I'm going to go through this. Um, no, he'd be furious about the whole event. Um, <laughs> do you think Craig would benefit from a visit from like the ghost of Bond's past, the ghost, of Bond's present, and the ghost of Bond's features? I know me the, better, the spirit, man. Yeah, ghost of future, like the spirits I fear above all spirits. <laughs> Yes, I think he would like, you know, and it would just be, it wouldn't be anything like, you know, that we don't like, just, this is a good thing you have. Smile a bit more. Enjoy it a little bit. It's fine. Um, And then, you know, and then imagine Craig that night afterwards, after he'd met the spirit, like, yeah, Rupia! (laughs) Throwing stuff, gifts from the rooftops, chucking you know, I don't know. George Foreman grills off the local, you know, <laughs> the local community centre. Um, that does just, uh, I've just, sorry, clocked eyes with Nick Nack. He's saying that the food is ready. So if we just assemble at the table now, guys. Oh, thank God. Let the diners assemble. <laughs> so here we are at the, uh, the dinner table of... Um, of our Really 007 Christmas special here at Truman Lodge. And just to confirm this, it's a mock-up. It's not real. Um, we're not really at the uh, at Truman Lodge. Uh, this is actually Anthony Stark's house. Um, so, <laughs> Anthony Stark for letting us come around to his. Um, Cheers, mate. Yes, before we um, dig into what, what's going to be served, whilst we've all got our drinks at the table, um, perhaps it is a genuine moment to pause and reflect on 2020 um, for, for James Bond and toast some of the uh, Bond alumni that we've lost, sadly. Obviously, we had um, the passing of Sean Connery in the last few weeks and we've recorded an episode on that, but, um, you know, th- I think that will be still being talked about um, and be seen as one of the, the biggest losses of the year. And we also don't want to forget that Jeffrey Palmer, former Bond alumni, also... Uh, passed away uh, within the last few months, and um, Michael Lonsdale and Diana Rigg. Yeah, you're right. So I think if we could just um, remember those and um, raise raise a toast to uh, classic Bond alumni as we kind of move keep moving forward into the next generation of Bond, let's not forget this Christmas, the ones who've gone before. <laughs> 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Honestly, that was so official. I, I wanted to cheers every single one of you then. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to reach out into the ether and... <laughs> um, but it's um, now dinner time, and I'm sorry, I've just heard the prawn cocktail has been sent back because it's had Stromberg's head in it. So uh, <laughs> we're going to send that back, and uh, we're getting a stuffed sheep's head, guys. We're going to be getting a stuffed sheep's head. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. good. Um, a, 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 a worthy substitute. Yeah, absolutely. When you stared at though. It's a bit off-putting. <laughs> but whilst, whilst we um, dig into that, um, at the table we've got our, our usual game of uh, On a Majesty's Secret Santa um, that we're going to play now, where um, you'll each receive um, a DVD-shaped parcel, um, and, or Blu-ray, sorry. No, DVD. DVD. Um, a DVD-shaped parcel revealing a bond that you've received. And... Um, as you open it, I just want to know what your first reaction is. So if you um, get ready to look, um, you'll be sent your secret Santas now. Um, so I think we'll start with, um, well, I'll, shall I open mine to begin with? I'll just, I'll, I'll see what I've got. Um, just tear this open here. Let's see. What is it? Oh, oh, Connery. Good. What? Oh. It's, it's, it's never say never again. Um, okay. Uh, I'll, I might watch that maybe in the new year. That's something to look It's Yeah, you can see it there. Uh, okay, um, John, uh, I think yours is coming now. So okay. All right. comes your secret, uh, Honor Majesty's Secret Santa. What a good name for a game that is, by the way. Oh, heck. Oh, oh. oh what do you think, John? You happy? It's all right, yeah. What is, what, what, what is it? <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate the thought, mate. Thank you. It's, it's, for, your, it's for your eyes only. Yeah, but what is it? <laughs> uh, better than the present my uncle usually gets me, so I'll take that. You know. <laughs> we'll take it. Tom, there's uh, one coming your way now. I'll just pass it to you. Oh, no. If you just open that up for us, see what you think. I think this one might be blue. <laughs> <red>. <laughs> What is it? I fall when the crumble. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the front cover doesn't really do it justice, to be honest, does it? Although it could be Bond sort of in snow almost, couldn't it? Hurtling and yeah, so it's, yeah, it was a slightly Christmassy front cover. Yeah, I did watch it recently, so I'm not. I probably wouldn't put it on uh, this Christmas. I might save it for another year, but thank you all nonetheless. I don't think I had it before this, so that tells a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Jennifer, just let me pass you 
your uh, present. It's on its way. There you go. Oh. Ooh. What have you got? I have got golden eye. Oh. Mm. <laughs> look at that handsome chap on the front. I know. Look at that chiselled face. Goodness me. <laughs> Love it. What's your, feeling on, what's your feeling on swapping Christmas presents? Well, we'll <laughs> we will come to that at the end. Yankee swap, is it called? Yeah, we'll have a Yankee swap at the end. I'm up for that as long as you promise to keep it a secret. Because if you squeal on me, then we'll revert to... Put <laughs> 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 Judy Dench's M on you. Well, there you go, exactly. <laughs> Chris, here it comes. Sorry, I'll just pass it over the table. There you are. Oh, nice. Goodness. That was, what this, what is I'm it? so glad because I can upgrade the ITV recorded uh, video <laughs> over and over as a kid. So it's great. Now I've got it in, in high definition. Can uh, you, so for the listeners, can you tell us what it is? It's a view to a kill. A view to a kill. Oh, good one. Good one. Um, Jess. Jammy, man. Yeah, here, Jess. <laughs> the one we all wanted. Uh, Chris, if you can just pass this to Jess. Oh. <laughs> Please, what, what, what have you got? <laughs> <laughs> what cover is that? Octopussy. Horrendous. Sorry, it's Octopussy. Sorry, thank you very much. Yeah, no, you're welcome. Is it... yeah. yeah, I'm happy with that one. It's got... Um... I like the character of Octopus, it's great. Good, and, it's, good. And, and it's one of Roger's uh, least irritating performances. <laughs> 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 you can skip skeets scenes when they're talking as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, like Twitter, like more Jess, more Jess. More Jess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, math, let me just pass you. This has got your name on it. Oh. What is it? Okay. Uh, it's tomorrow never dies. Oh. No, no, I'm I'm quite happy with that, and it's it's also quite a good one you could put on at Christmas for me because it's it's good, it's entertaining, it's action. You probably you don't invest loads emotionally, perhaps as as you do some of the others. That's my kind of you know. So like it could be Harry Hatcher as well, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, and actually, I I, I do enjoy that storyline as well, but. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. Thank oh. you very much. No, well, this on Manchester Secret Santa. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, and finally, is there anyone who's not got a present? Sorry, has anyone not had theirs? Uh, I'm a bit concerned. <laughs> oh, Rob, sorry. Yeah. There's, there's, there's one here for you, Rob. I've got. Oh no! Please. Okay, Rob. What is it? What is it? It's Look a copy of Spectre. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, um, the standard width of a DVD is about five-eighths of an inch. Um, and I think that my chair over there is wobbly by five-eighths of an inch. So, um, <laughs> I'm just going to... Rob! Thank you so much. Robert! Uh, yes. Behave yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that does... Yeah, it is the equivalent of getting a lump of coal in. Uh, <laughs> You've been you know, I don't, I don't. It's, it's like getting a lump of poo from Santa. <laughs> a massive pod of poo. But hold on, play the game here because we're now going to do right. a bit of Yankee swap. Is, is there anyone that would like to swap? Can you make Rob for the sake of Yankee swap? Could you make Spectre sound really appealing for us? Spectre is the movie of a very dour man. Um, oh. who, <laughs> um, I urge, you know, um, who, um, 
Someone take it. I reckon Jennifer would swap it. Yeah. You get golden eye, Rob. Jennifer, John have got first dibs on that. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. John, I grenades on our promise. Sorry, it's very Judy Dench of me. Q, get that exploding teddy bear. I'll swap Skyfall for Fioris only. Uh, yeah, you've got a deal. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yes. Never say never again, anyone? Anyone interested in never say never again? <laughs> Sean's interested in that. <laughs> if you like the Really 007 podcast, why not follow us on Facebook as well as Instagram and Twitter? Look us up at Really 007 Pod. Really 007. Anyway, the um, the main has arrived, thankfully, um, and yet it's turkey quiche, um, but the, it's actually been labelled station tea quiche. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not what it's saying on the menu. Um, but yeah, and the turkey was carved by, you know who it was carved by? Oh, uh, the body Elliot Melbourne. Carver. Yeah, Elliot and Rosie have carved it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> And uh, we've got kitchen on daylight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and we've got tea he serving it. So if you just oh, yeah. tea, that'd be great. Thank you. Your quiche, sir. <laughs> Your quiche. <laughs> um, how many um, Bond, James Bond cast and crew, can you link to Christmas? Can, I was, I was having to think about this because obviously there's nothing Christmassy about Bond, but <laughs> have any actors, cast or crew, appeared in a, in a Christmas film or been a part of something at all Christmassy? I mean, I've, I've put a few names down, but I don't know what you guys have come up with. Yeah, Tom? Well, it's just off the top of my head. It's not a Christmas film, but it's another one you watch at Christmas. Christopher Lee in The Lord of the Rings. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's not bad. Quite cosy, yeah. Very cosy. Linked to that, I thought it's not technically a Christmassy film, but Die Hard has got obviously Johnson and Johnson, oh. Robert Davey, yeah, and Grandel Bush. So we're making some links. Can anyone get closer to Christmas? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I've, I'm absolutely mind blanked on Christmas films now. Yeah. Um, I'm, I uh, struggle with this. No idea. Is this? Um, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got Christmas Doctor, Christmas Jones, or <laughs> yeah, you can get there using the actress, though. You can get there using the actress. Denise Richards was. Uh... What's she doing? That's Christmassy. Christmas. <laughs> I don't know whether Christmas. Scary Movie Seven, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was released on, you know, Christmas Eve last year. I don't know. If you want to go non Eon. Rowan Atkinson, who starred in Love ah. Actually, will ah. never say never again. Very good. Well, that's brilliant, John. And Love Actually is the link with Denise Richards, because, of course, she appears right ah. at the end. Yeah. Along, alongside who? <laughs> alongside who? Oh, um, the late um, Mads Mikkelsen's Le Chiffre's girlfriend. Um, Whoa. Le Chiffre's girlfriend with the blonde hair is one of... Denise is one of those three sisters. Oh, oh right. Who, no uh, way. At the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, 
there's a third, the other sister, I think, or, or yeah. someone who turns up at the end of those not, American girls. Not Carl Gugino. No. Who's that, Tom? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Shannon Elizabeth. Yes, Shannon Elizabeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. How did she link to Bond? Did she, anyone link her she, to Bond? She was in the... Uh, we just, did we discuss this? Oh, it was discussed on an episode. She was in one of the games. She was, yeah. Everything or nothing. Shannon Incredible. Elizabeth. The, uh, the oh, Bond girl. Wow. Can we just establish, um, Love Actually is not a Christmassy film, and it's not good <laughs> right. either. So <laughs> and it's not what? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you, Rob. I don't think it's that good either. It's just it's crud people, crud people trying to do over other... Right. That was me indulging you. Crud, oh. awful. So, oh. No, I totally agree. Horrendous film. Yeah. Listen, if you can find better links between James Bond <laughs> and Christmas time, <laughs> we're going to have to accept well, the I think, you know, I didn't want to do this pun, but I believe that in... I can't, I cannot bring myself to say it, so I'm not going to say it. I can't. Oh, hey. Say it. Yeah. Uh, in, in, uh, well, it's not enough. If, you know, it, it, oh, it's hey. alleged that James Bond made sure that Christmas appeared twice in one year. <laughs> um, Correct. And Station T. Appeared. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. The, yeah. uh, the other remaining link I could make, and I, I, I'm yet to clarify this actually, but. I think Jonathan Price is in The Man Who Invented Christmas from... <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but after that, I am really struggling. <laughs> oh, no, something... Hang on, hang on. Oh, go on, yeah. Um, I've, just, I've just seen it. I was just scrolling through Christmas films. Um, you know, last Christmas, the, the one yeah. that came out last year with the one, Michelle Yeoh was in Yes! Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. quite right, yeah. Yeah. We've done pretty well there. I'm pleased with that. <laughs> and my other topic for a conversation is really actually quite serious. Um, if some, you know how you watch, we've mentioned Die Hard, you watch that at Christmas, even though it's not actually a Christmas film. If a, if a James Bond were to be set at Christmas, would you only watch it at Christmas time? Is that, is that possible? Yeah. If it was extremely Christmassy though, and it featured Christmas Day, and because if you're like me, I you know I I can't watch a Christmas film really before December. But if James Bond featured a turkey, a Christmas tree, and presents, could you watch it in April? That's definitely a pickup thing, I think, because Tom will only watch certain films genres in December. So anything remotely Christmassy can only be watched. Yeah. I suggest you know watching things before, and he's like, nope, nope, that's for December. So, um, well, planes, trains, and automobiles is still a little bit crap. early, it's right? Right, that's right. Should we go? We're leaving, we're leaving. Well, I suppose we are leaving. <laughs> would, you, would you save the final act of Skyfall for December, maybe? <laughs> With it being home alone, <laughs> yeah. <he left. laughs> Um, yeah, so um, we have enjoyed our turkey quiche. Um, quite quite enjoyable turkey quiche there. A little bit unusual. Um, but pudding um, has finally arrived. Um, any pudding puns that you can come up with, guys? 
before we um, break out into a game of James Bond trivia. This is unbelievable. But like, put, uh, define a pudding pun. Anything we can get at the moment. <laughs> on my, on my, because on my on my list it's blank. <laughs> uh, you know what? Should we just cut to tea and coffee? And Nick Nick Ross, can you just chuck us the milk, please? <laughs> very good. Very very good. Yeah, so we are going to play a game of James Bond trivia now, which comes in this gorgeous uh, box. Um, and there's no board to play it on. It's just a case of seeing how many you can get right in a minute. Um, and the cards are like this, where they're split into categories. And those categories are based on... And this is tough. This is tough. Um, cast and characters is blue. So if I roll the blue, it's cast and characters. Pink is the films themselves. Yellow is the vehicles of James Bond. Purple is gadgets and weapons. Green is locations and orange is crew slash behind the scenes. <laughs> um, so I don't know if Matthew, could you start the, the clock and each of you is going to get a minute now to see how you do. Yeah. I've played this sport before. I've had good rounds and I've had some absolute stinkers. So it's all, <laughs> it's all in the wrist when I uh, roll this. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to roll it now. Um, is there anyone who'd like to go first, feeling bold, feeling brave? <clears throat> I'll get it out the way. Okay, I'm just going to roll the dice. It's pink. Uh, nope. so that means <laughs> it's about the films uh, themselves. Okay. That's probably the best category I'd, I'd hope for. Okay, so in the man with the gold. Oh, sorry. Yep, sorry. You, you. Uh, yeah, are you? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it. Okay. What do I say if I don't know? A uh, pass. Okay. Or bond. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. Did we quite right in uh, the tradition of really 007, There needs to be some kind of yeah bond. I Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, right, I can. Right. Do, yeah, that's fine. I can okay. Do right. Three, two. <laughs> in the man with the golden gun, when Bond steals a car from a dealership, who does he find as his passenger? It's J.W. Pepper. Your favourite. In Moonraker, according to Dr. Holly Goodhead, at how many G's do most people pass out in the centrifuge? Five, five G's. Incorrect, it's seven. God! In your eyes only, which character does T'Pol play? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to get to him. Budgie. It's not Budgie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to shout something. The Dove. Yeah, Budgie. <laughs> Okay, that's incorrect. <laughs> it's Milos Colombo. That's, of course it's him. <laughs> in The Spy Who Loved Me, Stromberg's elevator in his Atlantis lair has a trap door that leads to what? Uh, it's a big shark tank. It is indeed. In Goldfinger, what does Bob <laughs> wager in his golf match with Goldfinger? A big right. fat uh, gold bar. You got it. Time. So, Rob, you managed to get three. Well done. Is there anyone... Brave enough, thinking they can beat that. Chris, Chris. I go next. I don't. I, I'm probably not, not going to beat that, but I'll go next. Let's see what category you get, Chris. Okay, I'm going to roll the dice or die. It's yellow, which means it's vehicles. Oh. <laughs> okay. Get yeah. yeah, and if Is you can answer Aston Martin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two. Every time. One. 
In Doctor No, what is the swamp vehicle painted to look like? A dragon. Correct. In Thunderball, what is the name of Emilio Largo's customised hydrofoil? Christmas. It's the Dicco <laughs> On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Bond defies death on a cable car. And which other movie? A Moonraker. Correct. In For Your Eyes Only, what is the name of the Havelock submarine? <laughs> Uh, not Endeavour, not Endeavour. Uh, I was going to say It's Neptune, I'm afraid. And in Live and Let Die, where in his car does Whisper fire a metal dart at Bond's car from? Where does it come out of Whisper's car? Uh, the, 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 the wing mirror. Correct. And in On a Majesty's Secret Service, what is the make and model of the vehicle in which Tracy is killed? It's a Ford Mustang. I'm afraid it's an Aston Martin. Oh, no, no, it's not. It's the Aston Martin. Oh, my God. <laughs> the most obvious answer, Chris. Aston no. He drives an Aston. She drives the Ford Mustang at the beginning. Oh, Correct. come on. Yeah. I'm afraid oh. um, that one didn't quite work out for you. But you got a handsome score of three. You're level with Rob. Well done. Oh. Is anyone plucking up the courage to follow? Come on, John. Okay, I'll roll the dice. It's films, um, yeah. films again, the pink category. Uh, oh, right. Three, two, one. <laughs> Dr. No, what does Spectre stand for? Oh, no. Special <laughs> executive for counterterrorism. <laughs> Something I'm the extortion, but I yeah. Can't... What's the R? You've got it all right. What's the R? It's quite babyish. It immediately pits them as villains. Long please. You all do. Um, Christmas. <laughs> Revenge was the missing letter. Hard luck. Babyish. In Casino Royale, who is Solange married to? Demetrios. Correct. Well In Die Another Day, what book does Bond take to help his cover as an ornithologist? <laughs> oh, Christmas. <laughs> Birds of the West Indies. Yeah. By James Bond. Um, and in Goldeneye, who survives the Yanis attack on the Seveneye Space Weapons Control Center? Talia Simonova. Correct. In A View to a Kill, what is the name of Zorin's master plan? Main strike. Correct. Time. And that's Absolute time. legend, John. Well done. Three. Three again. <laughs> All up for grabs. It, it really is. Who's passing the uh, the next run of questions? Jennifer, is that your hand up for you, or are you pointing to your husband Thomas? I'm yeah, I'll do. To Tommy Tom yeah. Tom. Okay, here we go, Tom. <laughs> Orange. So this is crew, behind the scenes, etc. All that kind of <laughs> Three, two, one. For the Living Daylights, who sang the film's title song? Aha. <laughs> Diamonds Are Forever. Who directed Diamonds Are Forever? <laughs> uh, Guy Hamilton. And in Moonraker, that's great, yeah. In Moonraker, who composed the James Bond theme that features in Moonraker's pre-credits parachute sequence? 
The say that again. Who composed the James Bond theme that appears in the pre-credit sequence of Moonraker? Parachute. So, well, Monty Norman. It is. Yes, yeah, Monty Norman. In From Russia with Love. In what year was what was it? <laughs> what year was From Russia with Love released? Sorry. Nineteen sixty-three. That's correct. Um, in what year was Casino Royale by Eon Productions first released? Two thousand and six. Correct. And who sang the theme song, your favourite all-time high in Octopussy? Uh, Rita Coolidge. Fine. Okay. Let's count those up. That looked like Honestly, a pretty good You were asked six questions. You didn't shout Christmas. You didn't get any wrong. You got all six. Well done, Tom. You've done that. Outstanding, Tom. Well yeah. done. Outstanding. Well done. I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Does someone else want to time? Because it, uh, you know. Yeah. Can we trust him? Okay, John, if you time us. Math, if you'd like to roll the dice, see what. Green. No, we've not had green. Green is the locations of James Bond. Dominic Green. Okay. John, if you count us in. Three, two, one, go. In Casino Royale, where does Carlos intend to destroy a prototype? Uh, I don't know what any of those words mean. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Miami International Airport. In the world is not enough. Which city do we see a Jeff Koons sculpture? <laughs> In the world is not enough. Which Bill Barry, you've got it. Well done. In Dino, what? what is the name yeah, of Gustav Graves' fencing club? Um, Blades. Oh, well done. Yeah, me. <laughs> In a view to a kill, where is Zorin's oil pumping station? San Francisco. San Francisco. In License to Kill, where does Bond first see Pam Bouvier? Can you name the bar? <laughs> Well, no, doesn't he see it at uh, the wedding? Yes, he does. You're right. It's oh. incorrect. <laughs> oh, <laughs> honestly. That's time. Um, D- doesn't he? So, yeah. Hey, no, you're right, Matthew. Spot on. You're 100% oh, right. Bar- barrels or... Bar- well, if, if, you'd, if you'd just cooperated and answered the question, <laughs> you would have got four. But because you wanted to prove something, you only got three. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was indeed the barrel head bar, but you, you chose to say other words before the time ran out. You said barrels, didn't you, Matt? Like, yeah, barrels. Rotten store. Now, Jess, Jennifer, are you fancying it? No. Not up for it. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to go now, and I'm sure oh. I'll score the... the the bottom score. So, um, so John, if you time again, and I'll. Yeah, yeah. So it's all very well being the host, but what do I know? Um, yellow vehicles. It's a disaster. <laughs> 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 okay, John, go. Go on. Three, two, one, go. In *License to Kill*, what mode of transport does Bond and Lighter use to get to the church? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh life. Boat, helicopter. <laughs> it says parachute, I'm afraid. Oh, oh uh, come on! Yeah. I've not seen that what since you came out. What vehicles does Bond commandeer uh, in Haiti while following Camille? He goes in. A, he falls out of an, a plane with a CGI face, doesn't he? 
it might, it might do. Uh, does he commandeer that? He commandeers a plane. <laughs> um, I have no idea other than that. Sorry. A motorbike and a boat. Um, no. <laughs> in a view to a kill, name the horse Bond is riding during the <laughs> Is it Pegasus? No. <laughs> I've got the wrong horse. <laughs> uh, back the wrong horse. You've got the wrong film. Yeah. Christmas. Okay, in Casino Royale, why does Le Chiffre want to destroy the Sky Fleet? <laughs> Again, I've not seen it for many years. Not time. A... time. How did I do? Uh, okay, so you were asked <laughs> four questions <laughs> and you, you couldn't muster up a point. <laughs> <laughs> like Frank DeVos well, rising above the answer. Well, I really enjoyed that game. I thought that was excellent. Um, what was the name of the horse, Harry? This is killing yeah. me. Can I? Oh yeah, sorry. Inferno. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm no longer qualified to host a show. Would I, can. <laughs> If on Zoom, can I make someone else host? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the end of uh, dinner. We are going to just, to end the show, we're going to retire to the Christmas tree where we'll be uh, opening the gifts. So we'll just uh, make our way to the tree now. <laughs> so here we are all at the tree. Um, so Godfrey and Q, they're still by the fire. I think actually they both might be asleep, so they're not they're not coming to the tree. <laughs> I did call in in the study to see if I could find Pam Bouvier and uh, Felix Leiter. They were doing some kind of deal, I don't know. So I'll, I'll just leave him. <laughs> um, but yeah, here we are at the tree, and I know that you um, obviously, John, you invited Q because you're you're very fond of his gadgets. Um, which is a good move. And there is a gadget under the tree for everyone today. Um, but I know that there are some gadgets more popular than others and some that you're, you're less keen on. Um, but it'll just have to be a case of, you know, what you get, you get. So, you know, please be grateful, it's Christmas. Um, um, so, I, I mean, I'll start, first of all, um, well, who should I start with? Who's, who's, who does this one say? Let me read the label. Um, math. Math, I've got yours here for you. Um, if I just pass it to you, here you go. Uh, let me know what you've got. Let us know where... Uh, oh, is it a big one or is it small? Oh, brilliant. Oh, it's, it's it's pretty small. It's the... Um, oh, yeah. It's the wrist dart gun from Moonraker. Brilliant. And yeah. What, what are you planning to do with that? Well, um... Well, first of all, I mean, not that it would be able to tell the time, but I don't actually have a watch, so it would, it would uh, definitely <laughs> interestingly. Uh, but also, yeah, it's it's a nice, stealthy way of, of getting rid of someone without, uh, <laughs> without, you know, potentially shining too much light on yourself. Uh, but I do love it. I do love it in the film. He uses it. It's a long, old time since I've seen it, but he, he, he uses it twice that I can remember. Um, to stop the the thingy going round, what's it called? Yeah, centrifuge. Yeah, and then also to uh, to get rid of Drax. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, th I think that's a really useful gadget. So I'm, I'm dead chuffed with that. I must be honest. Brilliant. That's great. What what did you not want to receive? Was there a particular gadget? Or yeah, no. I was I, I was a bit worried that it was going to be um, Gustav Graves's appalling um, virtual reality or whatever it is suit that he wears. <laughs> 
those shades in front of it. And, you know, bless him, David Arnold tries to do a really, like, sinister um, villain's musical cue as he turns around. Uh, Not for you. <laughs> no, I mean I am I am more of a die another day apologist than, than your average Bond, fan, but that for me is not good. I don't think <laughs> I uh, I called in Toys R Us and uh, Smiths and they are selling out massively. <laughs> 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 I was a toy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got our first advert. Um, Jennifer, I have um, your oh, jolly big. Sorry, Jennifer. Matt, can you just tell me? Yeah, sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Sorry, I'll put it down here, Jennifer, that you got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Invisibility, the best trick ever. Oh, it's the invisible car. It is the invisible car. I mean, how surreptitious. It'd be, just be amazing. You could, like, sneak up upon people and just be there. <laughs> Outside, not inside, though, I suppose. Well, inside, if it's a big house. Yeah, like through the lodge. You, you would have to drive it out of the lodge, actually. Well, I'd work on being able to hear it. It would have, like, quite... Well, decent cars these days, Jaguars, have quite quiet engines, yeah, so yeah. you might not be able to hear me. Was there, a, was there a gadget you were a bit worried about getting that you, you're less keen on? Okay. The broom radio, that's so lame. It's <laughs> 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 no argument for that. Bitch with a radio. <laughs> so it was either a broom or an invisible car. Yeah. <laughs> Modes of transport, you know, depending on who you. Um, yeah, okay, great. I'm so, it's been quite a success so far. Matt's got his wrist dark gun. Jennifer, you've got the invisible car. Um, John. This, this is for you. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, it does, it, it says to John. Here you go. Have you got it? Yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, my word. <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> You're not happy? That is the worst possible present I could ever ask for. Oh, no. What is it? Oh, thank you for the thought, but no, horrendous. Um, they, <laughs> they are them appalling <laughs> sunglasses that Roger Moore uses in A View to a Kill. <laughs> my mum had a pair of them on, on prescription. You know, they were absolutely appalling, these glasses. <laughs> I mean, they look like they are something... Well, they suit Roger Moore at the age of 57, innit? Which something... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, they don't do anything. They basically just, like, make things go lighter. They're just the worst... <laughs> Gadget Q has ever come up with. So for, for the present. Was there something you were hoping for? <laughs> was, there, was there something that you would have preferred? I, I don't ask for much, but I'd love an Atashi case. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Is, it, is there anyone else who wanted an Atashi case? Did anyone else want it? Chris, you want it? Well, I've got I you. Want you Chris. <laughs> I've got. Oh you, did, oh, you didn't get one, did you, Chris? It looks, no. it does look, the, the casing looks the size of it. I'll, I'll send it to you, Chris. I'll open it up, see what you find. <laughs> <laughs> what, what have you got? I've talked about this before. It's a really big case. What, what, what's inside? A lot of packaging. There's a lot of styrofoam in here, so I don't know what's going on. Chris, I, uh, I was going to ask if you wanted to do a Yankee swap, but I think I'll keep the prescription. What, what is it? I, I, I actually can't see it from here. Can you tell me what... Can you see it? Neither can I. Hang on a sec. 
a, a, a teeny tiny radio transmitter. So, comically, it looks like a walkie-talkie. Did you not ask for that, Chris? Is that? Oh, you asked I, for the attachments. I'm so sorry. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else you would have liked yeah. at all? I tell you what, I'm sick of sitting in traffic. No. <laughs> yeah. Just anything that gets me about would be good. All oh, right. You're, what, what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know, like yeah. something that makes me more mobile. Oh, it's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking of um, maybe a jetpack, maybe from Thunderbolt. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, well, it's funny you should mention that because we do plan to do a Christmas special next year, Chris, oh. um, where you might get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Who's this here? Um, Rob. This is... Got it. Blimey, this is big. Hold on. Matthew. You can... so just pass that to Tom. Tom, can you pass yeah. it to Rob? Yeah. <laughs> it's quite... It's quite sizable. Yeah. <laughs> right, gonna, I don't know if you can gonna, open that, Rob. It's going to take me some time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's, it's, it's just a hovercraft gondola. From, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm so sorry about the impingement this is causing on our space this evening. <laughs> but you do like it, yeah? You do like it. Is that what you wanted? I, I, I mean, I, there's... Uh, <laughs> I'm really... ungrateful as a pigeon. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm as yeah, I'm as grateful as a double taking pigeon. <laughs> Thank you. The bundler. <laughs> yeah, the bundler. <laughs> uh, well, I hope you can find some joy with the hover gondola. I, I don't know. Maybe if you take some Thank pictures. You. Three point turns in this thing are, are a real ordeal. What? <laughs> what, were you, uh, what were you hoping for, Rob? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't actually genuinely can't. Look at the, um, your, your list that you wrote. There's a oh, lot of that, are sent, that are sent to Santa? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, if you have access to that, that <laughs> would be a big help at this point. It's, well, obviously, there's a lot of Skyfall and Spectre memorabilia here, but not... Top of the yeah. pile. <laughs> top of the pile, you, you asked for the cigarette packet bomb from License to Kill. The cigarette Oh, yes. That's that's the one. That the lovely, be... yeah, the lovely little thing. But uh, yeah, with... we've. I'm, I'm, I think we did get that uh, in the mail, I'm afraid, Rob. But we've used it to decorate the tree. This sort of multicolored fairy <laughs> light. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and the the snow that comes out of it. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, it is a great Christmas adornment. Oh, when this you finished with it this year. If I can have it for the rest of the year, that'd be great. This Rob, one's for me. I'll just well, open. I was just, I was just picturing Rob on his bondler going in the Norfolk Broads uh, down to the pub. In, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just well, pick... yeah, double taking heron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Massively down with that. It's not the most subtle. It's not the most subtle. It's probably longer than most of the boats ah. on there. I've opened mine, guys. I've opened mine. I don't know if... Here it is. It's it's the... Um, I'm pleased with this. It's the wristwatch from Live and Let Die. Oh, really, oh. really pleased with that, actually, because smartwatch looks, you know, very presentable in itself, but then 
I think that ability to chainsaw rope at the same time and magnetize things is going to be really useful. I'm pleased with that, actually. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, right. Any <laughs> others? Oh, anyone else not had Tom? Is it just you left? Yes, yes, let me see. Oh, they're out there. They're so small. The Yorkie <laughs> are so small. Um, here, here you go, Jess. This one's got your name on it. <laughs> so small. What is it? Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's the Keyfinder from Living Daylight. Oh, oh, yes. Excellent. That looks pretty smart, that. Are you, are you going <laughs> to... I'm going to you all later. What, what, yeah, what, yeah. Whistle. what will be your kind of whistle that will identify you? Well, I mean, it's a bit cringy, isn't it, that you have to do a wolf whistle, sadly. <laughs> 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 it's favourite part of the, that film. And I kind of Yes, yeah. It, it does come with his agent number on it, 007, but let's just hope that people don't know what that means. <laughs> That's quite the meaning. Yeah, and Tom, sorry, I can't, it, it really is. Yours is in an envelope. Your That's why I, I thought it was a Christmas card. It's in an envelope. I'll pass it to you. Oh, cheers. What is it? What have you got? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just any nipple, it's a third nipple. Oh, super popular. <laughs> I love that it's been censored. <laughs> so babyish. I'm not surprised, honestly. Is it right for you, Tom? Does it match? Because I, I know some of these superfluous, these third nipples can sometimes not be matched. Yeah, it's a bit light and it probably needs a bit more hair on it. But apart yeah. from that. Yeah, okay. And you know exactly where you're going to put it. <laughs> it's, a, it's one of those that you lick and attach, I think. <laughs> Well, I, th I think that concludes all the presents, um, and it probably concludes Christmas Day here at Truman Lodge, and it's probably time that we parted ways. It's been an absolute pleasure all meeting for, for Christmas, and we do hope the listeners have enjoyed partying with us and our special guests. Uh, do let us know if there are any guests that you would have brought along, listeners, or any presents that you wish you'd received. But for now, we are all going to uh, retire back to our homes. I think Jennifer's giving people lifts in her invisible car, Rob's got his hover gondola to take us away. Um, yeah, I'm also just going to go and check that Tibbet and Q aren't dead by the fire. It's <laughs> quite old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is a worry. If you go and if you go and check on them, see how they're doing, um, and maybe check the stables as well because that that might. Yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, it's not... yeah. Anyway. It's a thankless task. Um, so, if you're having a lift in uh, Rob's gondola, pop your hand up. If you're going, having a lift in that. Okay, it's just Rob and Jess. Okay, Rob, Jess and John, you're going in the gondola. The rest of us, we're going in the invisible car. Uh, but as for the rest of you, have a wonderful Christmas for everyone here at Really 007. Uh, we've had a great party and uh, we hope you enjoy a Christmas that may well include some Bond, but that would be a bit odd. A bit odd to include Bond. Okay, signing out. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Happy Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
Chris Chris Wasson. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.